All right, so it's episode eight, and uh, I've really—it's actually been a while since I've recorded a podcast, and and tonight I wanted to—I uh, have a lot of stuff on the back burner that I want to talk about, and I wanted to take an episode and talk to the business builders of Young Living. Um, I think, you know, we need encouragement and education and. And it's it's hard, and it's it's entrepreneurship at its finest, and uh, it can get lonely sometimes, um, whether you're succeeding or not succeeding. So, um, I really wanted to talk to business builders, and uh, I wanted to kind of hit it at a different angle, and I wanted to I wanted to talk about abundance, and uh, you know our team is is getting ready to start an abundance challenge um, with our members and. And I wanted to, to share my thoughts on abundance um, as a believer and as a practical uh, person. And, uh, you know, the Bible, um, abundance is brought up 231 times in the Bible. Um, so it's in there and there's a lot to talk about. Um, but with that being said, um, the Holy Spirit kind of put it on my heart. And after... Um, a great meeting and discussion that uh, the leadership of our team had recently um, you know he said he said don't talk about abundance yet I mean, it's not time it's not time to talk about abundance because there's at least one person who doesn't want to hear it doesn't want to hear about abundance doesn't think that abundance um, is for them even um, so I, I, I wanted I wanted to talk tonight. I wanted to pause that and put that on the back burner and and talk tonight to um, you know I want to talk to the business builders who who didn't hit their goals, who didn't rank up, who didn't um, who had classes that had no one show up, who um, reached out to friends uh, and had doors slammed in their faces, and people who who felt that young living and doing the business was going to be their calling and it might not be going the way um, that it that they want it to go right now and you know they started and with a lot of faith in in the business in um, helping people and serving others through this amazing company that we work for and you know started out with so much faith and then you know maybe their faith in what they're doing is fading and I want to talk to those people because I I know at least one and um, so I, I, I want to share my thoughts on that and and what that looks like and and I want to go to the Bible and I want to um, discuss a story that actually means a lot to me in the Bible because I know the feeling and um, it, it you know if you have a Bible pause uh, go grab it and and read along with uh, if you want like I said um, in the beginning this may change um, how depending on how this goes and how this is received and what your thoughts are um, and if this touches anyone uh, this may change the future of what this podcast becomes because I think there is, um, I think the Bible is practical and uh, I think it fits 
what I'm doing and it fits this company and it fits so much of what I stand for and I um, have not brought that up and I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice and not bringing that up um, as I as I talk to you people who uh, are listening to this uh, out in the interwebs world so with that being said um, I want to talk to those whose faith is fading in what they're doing and um, where I want to where I want to talk is in uh, the end of the book of John uh, the Gospel of John it it, it starts uh, well it's in the 20th chapter so it starts at verse 19 and I, I want to give some context of what I'm about to talk about so uh, this part of the Gospel of John takes place after uh, after you know Jesus has died um, he was crucified he was in the tomb for three days and uh, on that third day he rose again and hadn't showed up um, uh, hadn't shown himself to anyone except Mary at the tomb um, and the disciples gathered together and they went into hiding because you know their leader had just been put to death and they were afraid that you know those who put him to death the romans and and the the pharisees were going to come after them next so i don't know if any of you know what it's like to be held up in your house i don't know for the last three months not being able to go anywhere um maybe being afraid of things that are going on um, but they're very much going through that so with that being said um starting in verse 19 uh it says that sunday evening the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. So they were hiding, and and Jesus showed up uh, miraculously through their locked door. He appeared in the room to them physically, showed them the wounds in his hands, showed them the wound in his side, um, proving he was who he says he was um, to them. And... I don't know where any of you listening are in your spiritual journey, but, um, you know, has, has God ever shown up for you? For me personally, um, you know, when I, when I left military service, you know, we have this period of time called terminal leave where you basically burn the rest of, you know, the leave that you have, uh, saved up in military service. For me, I had about 45 days. So, uh, you know, I was, up, you know, essentially out of the military and I had 45 days to basically find a job and become a civilian and transfer to the civilian life. And I went after interview after interview after interview and, uh, you know, sent resumes out everywhere. And I had about a week of terminal leave that, um, that was left. Uh, before I was going to basically run out of money. I was not going to get another paycheck. Uh, 
Um, and, and that night I, I had sat and I had prayed and said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have, you know, I have to provide and, and I need a job, you know, in the civilian world. I thought, you know, I thought I was going to get out and get one immediately. And, and there was about a week left and, and, and I prayed and I, I put out like three more resumes and not an hour after I put some resumes out online and applied to some jobs, I got a call that was like, Hey, you know, we saw your, your application. We think it's great. You know, let's, let's talk for a minute. And I probably talked for 20, 30 minutes uh, to this guy on the phone. And he was like, Hey, can you start Wednesday? You know? And I was, yeah, I was going to be out of money. And I miraculously just got this job that started this long road uh, down this journey of, of me growing in the, in the IT space. And, and, uh, and that was one of those moments where, where God showed up exactly where I needed him to show up. Um, and maybe that's happening for you now in your young living business. Maybe, you know, maybe things are going, things are going great for you and, and you're praying and, and your answers are, your prayers are being answered in everything that you're doing right now. And that brings me to the next part of of this story uh, as we continue on you're gonna see, we're gonna meet another one of the disciples was not in that room and that was Thomas and um, so let's keep reading so Thomas you know one of the 12 disciples Thomas nicknamed the twin some uh, some versions of the Bible will say um, Thomas called Didymus which is Greek for the twin um, was not with the others when Jesus came they told him we have seen the Lord but he replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands, put my fingers into them, and place my hand into the wound in his side. It doesn't tell us why Thomas wasn't there. It doesn't tell us that he was being disobedient, that he was, you know, going he wasn't at a bar he wasn't you know he could have been going to get groceries he could have been going to get lunch for the disciples hey you guys need anything i'm going out to chick-fil-a i'm gonna go get some stuff you know and come back so he missed the blessing he missed out on something that everyone else in his friend group in his circle in his team he missed out on a blessing they received and I've felt that before and I think we've all felt that before I think there's it approaches a dangerous place where you start comparing yourself to the blessings that the people around you are receiving and Thomas responded the way I think a lot of us respond he you know they he he came he came back into the room and was like hey guys i'm here i got lunch what's going on and you know the, the disciples came to him and they were excited jesus is back they saw this miracle happen right before their eyes and and they they were probably excited and jumping and 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 everyone was celebrating and thomas missed all of it so I don't know if you have uh, a leadership team like I have 
um, or you know a team of your sideline or or your first level people in your young living business um, you know or sideline members that if you know the person above you and you know your sideline members if, if you've had someone who's in your team who's reached a rank um, and everyone's celebrating yay look who got silver look who look who made executive and you know or you ran a class and nobody showed up and this other person ran a class and got 10 signups out of this class and you're like well I'm doing the same thing I'm we're on the same team we're doing the same thing and you know and and they're like you know I hit silver and you can hit silver too you know and this is you know just do a do another class and it'll it'll be great do um, you know do this do that you know we get this stuff all the time you know and and you're like you know and everyone's celebrating that this person hit silver this person you know all the all the you know the young living facebook groups out there love you know they deserve the recognition you know this person hit gold this person hit silver um if you're watching the 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 bore bore stuff right now and the top person's got five thousand points and and everyone's yeah that's so amazing look at this amazing blessing that's happening and and i know there's one person out there that you know someone's saying isn't it great isn't it great that these things are happening and there's at least one person going good for you i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear what you have to say i don't want to hear about making silver i don't want to hear that your uh enroller gave you 10 people my enroller didn't give me you know they didn't stack nobody under me so I don't want to hear it and that's where Thomas was Thomas you know his his leader was killed in front of him you know and was gone and he was hurting and he was in pain and, and he may have left to just be alone for a little bit and he missed out on the blessing and it wasn't his fault and it may not be your fault that whatever you missed out on you missed out on it might not be your fault you didn't do you're not doing anything wrong you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing and it didn't happen and you are losing faith that it's going to happen and I get that and Thomas got that and that's how he felt and it's a it's a rough place to be in because you want to celebrate but you just don't believe it anymore and he didn't he said, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands. Put my fingers into them and place my hand into the wound in his side. I'll believe it when I see it. You know? Your leader might be telling you, you can hit executive, you can hit silver, you can hit gold. You could be a royal crown diamond. And you're like, I'll believe it when I see it. It's not happening for me right now. So, but the Bible's so good, guys. 
the Bible's so good. Watch what happens in verse 26. Eight days later, the disciples were together again, including Thomas. That's such an important point. They didn't shun him out because he wasn't, because he didn't believe what happened happened. Because he didn't believe in the blessing, because he didn't believe in the miracle. He was still with them eight days later in that same place. So if you have someone on your team right now who just is not feeling it, don't shun them out. You need to keep them in your team. There's plenty of room at the table. And our team went through some crazy stuff recently with with someone who who kind of lost faith and 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 we want so bad for them to be here with us and um yeah they chose not to and that hurt our team because we want them here we still want to keep them with us um and maybe that happened to you maybe one of your business builders said i'm out I don't want to be here no more. Um, don't shut them out. Let them, if they want to come back, let them, you know, obviously let them come back. But I just want to make that point that they, they kept Thomas around, you know. So one of the, uh, verse 26, eight days later, the disciples were together again. And this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked. The doors were locked. But suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he said to Thomas, "Now look at that. He he came in just as he did before. Peace be with you to everyone. And then he went directly to Thomas. He said, "Put your finger here. Look at my hands. Put your hand into the wound in my side." Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. Jesus, did, he wasn't there when Thomas came back to hear him say those things. Thomas didn't pray. He, Jesus knew what was on his heart specifically, personally, and came back to perform that same miracle again he didn't have to do that but he did he came back for Thomas specifically to perform the same miracle exactly as he did before just so that Thomas wouldn't miss it that is the grace that he provides he said don't be faithless any longer believe and I feel like he's telling someone else one of you listening right now to that he can he can that same miracle that he performed for someone else that same class that he got 10 10 signups for that person he can do that for you and and he did that you know for Thomas verse 28 says my lord and my god Thomas explained and then Jesus told him, You believe because you've seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. Now, a, a lot of people focus just on that verse because it's true that, you know, blessed are those who have faith 
without seeing. But at the same point, he didn't love Thomas any less. He came back to do that again for Thomas. Visually, personally, just for him. And I feel like if you just believe and keep believing and don't lose faith in what you're doing, if God has called you to do this, that you know he can he can meet you and your needs personally um so that's what i wanted to share tonight i wanted to share that i hope that that means something to someone out there who 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 missed their goal last month um and you know what's not <laughs> It's funny, looking back, that, you know, after this point, the Bible, um, you know, and at some points, are, you know, they refer to him as Doubting Thomas. I'm sure you've heard the term, doubt, you know, don't be a Doubting Thomas before. And, uh, man, that is so not fair to him. That is so not fair to be, to be labeled that way. And... Uh, Man, because I have doubts. Everyone has doubts. Even the people, even you name every Royal Crown Diamond. You interview every Royal Crown Diamond in, in Young Living and ask them if you ever had a doubt that you'd make Young, that you'd make Royal Crown Diamond. And I bet you every single one of them said there was at one point they doubted. That could have been at Silver Star. That could have been at Silver. That could have been at Platinum. There was a doubt that they were going to go any further than that. Or that they would even get to that point. So, um, doubt is okay, and your doubt does not offend God. He loves you, and he wants to do that same thing that he's doing for others for you. And, you know, I just want to pray, Lord God, be with those, um, anyone listening under the sound of my voice right now that has doubt, whether that's doubt in what they're doing, whether that's doubt in what they believe, whether that's doubt in who they are or in who you are, I pray that you meet their need, that you meet them personally, that you meet them physically, that you meet them in a way that would bring back the faith that they once had. That you could reach them and help them believe you so that they can share that with others and that they would believe. Lord, I pray that you are able to show your grace and that people will receive your grace in your name I pray amen have a good night everyone